Cairo, Seattle. All right, welcome to another episode of Bark and... This is episode number six. Uh, is it important to number these things or not? It's just, uh, I'm trying to keep things in order here. Sure, yeah. Is it just for my own purposes, maybe? Uh, people like things neat and tidy. Okay. All right. So it's uh, episode six, and it's about Logan, a German shepherd up in Ferndale, Washington, which is really close to the border. It's up north of Bellingham, just south of Vancouver, probably 30 or 40 miles. Logan became a story, a German shepherd puppy, because Logan's owner, Lindy Signs. She decided that, and she rescues all kinds of dogs. Logan is her 99th foster dog over two years. And just a really special person to be able to take in. She's got got kids. She has a husband. She's married. And I, I pictured, I asked her a question, you know, about what it's like to, you know, for her husband too. But really special people that take in rescue dogs, and especially a dog like Logan who has a heart defect. And Logan's time was really limited because there was not much that they could do to save Logan's life. And yet you'll hear in this interview that, that Logan has a chance because they're through Logan's efforts here. Now she created a bucket list for Logan. And I just thought, how cool is that? Because I think we all have our own bucket list. Like at the top of my bucket list, I want to hear what the top of your bucket list is too. <laughs> at the very top of my bucket list, I don't think you could figure this one out, but I'm going to tell you what it is anyway. So you don't have to figure it out. <laughs> I want to go to New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand is number one on my bucket list. And my wife, though, she wants to, and we've been to Italy, but she wants to go back to Italy and explore it some more. And so she said, we'll go to New Zealand after we've been to Italy. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, wait a minute. We've been to Italy. (laughs) We haven't been to New Zealand yet. What about daddy? (laughs) Daddy wants to go to New Zealand. (laughs) Let's do what daddy wants to do. Okay. I want to go to New Zealand. It just looks beautiful down there. I've been to Australia. I think the people down there are cooler generally speaking, than people here. Yeah. (laughs) In Australia, people, they just seem so laid back, and I like the whole mate thing, and that they drink beer. They think we work too hard here. Mm -hmm. And they, I remember this, too, about being in Australia. They said, you know, when we're at a party, we always say, hey, what do you like to do for fun? And he goes, you know, when I'm in the States, people always say, what do you do for a living? Right. And so now when I'm at a party, which I don't go to parties that much, (laughs) but if I'm in a a social setting... Mm -hmm. I I typically will say, what do you like to do for fun to somebody? Just because, I mean, nobody wants to talk about their job. No, I never do this. I never ask people about work. Very rarely. Because A, no one wants to talk about it, like you just said. And B, very rarely does your job explain anything about who you are. You know, and if I'm if I'm meeting you, like I want to get to know you. I want to know what your passions and interests are. And very rarely does your job have anything to do with that yeah i i just i love the whole feeling of being in australia this was a long time ago and i assume it's the same there in new zealand and it looks beautiful and i love to golf and i just want to go down there take my golf clubs and and see what it's all about but this puppy that's owned by lindy signs logan a german shepherd uh to create a bucket list for her dog and and she'll tell you all about it but uh logan has been living a really good life there in ferndale all right, we're joined now by Lindy Signs, and Lindy, you're up in where? Ferndale. Yes. Lindy's in Ferndale, which is up close to the border here in the state of Washington, and uh, it's it's really cool what what Lindy's doing with this puppy. And Lindy, I think it's great because you have this puppy, and you decided. Now we always talk about people as they get older. You know, they want to have a bucket list, and what's on their bucket list? All these different things, and yet you have a puppy named Logan, and 
Logan's time is short because of a heart defect, and you decided you wanted to have a bucket list for Logan. How did all of this come about? We foster dogs, uh, my family and I, and we have four kids, and we heard about Logan. Um, He was in a local rescue, and we take in dogs with medical problems, and we knew that Logan had a level 5 heart murmur, so we uh, decided to reach out and offer our assistance. And when Logan got to us, we took him in for an echocardiogram, and we found out that there really wasn't much that we could do. Um, He had less, like a month to a year is kind of the time frame that they gave us. When I brought him home, the kids were like, well, while he's with us, he's going to do all the fun things a dog could do. So we came up with kind of our family's little bucket list of going to the beach and going to the snow and just fun things like that. And we posted it on Facebook for some of our followers on our rescue page. And people just went nuts just adding, you know, so many fun things for Logan to do. So it's just grown from there. Well, it's just amazing, Lindy, because you you must be a special person because it's one thing to go to the Humane Society or somewhere and rescue a dog and give give a dog a home that you think is probably going to be with you another seven or eight, maybe 10, 12 years. But you're you're taking in dogs that that have health issues. And especially especially with Logan. I mean, how did you go about starting to do that and talking to your husband and your kids? And it just uh, again, it's just such a special thing you're doing. Well, fostering for us, I mean, with a dog that you bring in that's a foster dog, you know your time is short with them. So uh, we, you know, love them as much as we can. We try to help them overcome things that they've had happen to them in their past. And Logan, it was kind of the same thing. He was just another foster. But when we found out that he didn't have a long time, we just said, well, he's part of our family until, you know, the end. And He's just brought so much joy to our kids, and I think it's great for the kids to pour into him and to see that love for something that you might not, you know, get forever, but they still, you know, enjoy that time with him. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, did I read where this is that Logan is your 99th foster dog? Yes, he is. (laughs) So you've taken in over, over how many years have you been doing this? Only two years. We have had a lot of moms with puppies, so that really makes the number go up fast. Lots of puppies with health issues. We've had puppies with cleft lips uh, and, you know, having to tube feed those babies and, you know, lots of different things that we've done. But we enjoy every single dog that comes into our home. Well, Lindy, I, I got to hand it to you because uh, I, I've had, I'm on my third golden retriever and boy, you know, w- when my dog dies and my, my first two dogs, I just, it's so crushing, you know, I don't even know if yeah. I want to go get another dog. And so I think it's great. And, and how do you, how do you do that with the kids? And because the kids, I imagine, get close to the foster dogs yeah. that come in and then the time is short with them. Yeah, um, the kids have really responded well. They know that we're just a short part of their journey. Um, They know that we're going to love them, and then hopefully they get to move on. We have had dogs pass away in our home. Um, One mama last spring passed away, and he was, or she was really close to my son, and that was a hard one. And, I mean, your heart hurts, but then you open up your heart for another one, and it kind of heals every time that new dog comes in, and you just can't say no. There's... You know, you're the only person for them. So, yeah. <laughs> so do you have other dogs besides Logan right now? I don't have any other fosters. We usually do one at a time unless we have a mom with puppies. So we have our own two dogs, but no other ones. Your husband's completely on board with it. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes he wants a little break in between the litters of puppies. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, Lindy, have you, have you always been a dog person, like even when you were a kid? Definitely. My parents are not huge uh, dog people, so I had one dog growing up after pleading for years and years and years. And so I think now that I am on my own, it's kind of that dream that I had as a kid to have all these dogs. So I get to live that by having a new foster, you know, every couple months. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love what I read, a comment from you, that it doesn't matter how long you have or what you have in your life. It just matters how you live it. And Logan is living yeah. it up. And, and I, just, I just think that's fantastic. You have a really good perspective on things. Yeah, you have to have that perspective, I think, when you're dealing with life and death with some of these dogs. Um, You just love them for however long they have, whether it's a day, a month, a year, 10 years. Um, You give them all you can, and they give back so much in that time that they're with you. It makes it worth it. Now, we're recording this in the middle of February. How's, How's Logan doing as we speak here? Right now, he is doing really good. Um, We just got back from a trip to Colorado. We actually found a doctor that has some hope for Logan. Um, We went for a surgery to open up one of the valves that is faulty. Um, It didn't work, um, so that was kind of a surgery to buy us time for Logan to grow so he could have open-heart surgery. And his open-heart surgery is tentatively scheduled for April, but he has to grow big enough and thrive and not go into heart failure before April. So we have a lot of factors going into that, but we're really, really hopeful that we'll be able to make it back to Colorado in April. Wow. Okay, I, I didn't think uh, I didn't think Logan had that much time left, and and not no. only do, not only does it sounds like Logan has time left, but it could be considerable time. Uh, because it sounded like from what I read that there wasn't, you couldn't do anything for him. Yeah. And that, that's what started the bucket list. But now are you telling me that there's a chance that, that Logan could? There is. Yes. So what's crazy, because of all of the media that um, was excited about this bucket list, somebody way far in Colorado, Dr. Brian Scanson, heard about his story. And he said, hey, I think there's something we can do. And so we actually, um, we couldn't get Logan on a commercial flight. So someone um, was kind enough to donate a chartered flight, and we flew him down there at the beginning of February, and um, he underwent a surgery that was supposed to give him a little bit um, of a better chance to make it to that open-heart surgery. Um, So we've been fundraising for that next surgery, but yeah, we had no idea that there was somebody out there that could actually do something. And from all of, you know, our supporters, we've been able to make things happen for Logan, so we're still hopeful. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Where can people donate? If you go to our Facebook page, Rescued Hearts Northwest, um, we have our GoFundMe page on there. We're also selling Logan t-shirts. It, all of them say Logan Strong. That's kind of our our theme right now because we want to grow Logan and have him be strong for his surgery. Um, so those are two great ways to help Logan make it there. Boy, that's just really good news to hear that, Lindy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, so the what? Do you have to do in the in the next two months? Do you have to take special care of him, or, or, or can he just be a normal puppy, or um, how does that work? So we want him to be a normal puppy as much as possible. You can't, you know, tell him, hey, you have to sit still, 
but we try not to, you know, get him overly excited. We try to keep him calm. But Logan is going to do things like going to puppy school. He goes to meet, you know, new friends so that he's still getting that socialization because we're looking to the future. Even though his future isn't for sure, we still have to help him be the best dog he can be. Um, So he's doing those things. And the main thing is making sure he eats as much as he wants to so he can grow. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Now, the doctor in Colorado, what does he tell you? If uh, the best case scenario, could he could he live a, a long life? Yes. Um, after the surgery, his heart would be fixed. Um, there's three things wrong with his heart, and they're hoping to fix all three when he goes in for his operation. It is a big operation. I mean, it's open heart surgery on a puppy, so I mean there are risks, but we're willing to take those to give Logan a chance. He's like a miracle dog. He really is. <laughs> We never expected any of this when he came into our lives right before Christmas. <laughs> and what's it what's it tell you this what you've been through the last couple months? Uh, what's it tell you about people and their generosity? It's been amazing. Like I have had so many moments where I'm reading comments. Uh, people have said you, what you guys are doing is amazing, or you know, and it's just the the outpouring of love for a little dog and all these people coming together. It just it blows me away on a daily basis. I mean, we've raised so much money, we're almost there, but it's an expensive surgery, and we, we're so grateful for every person that thinks that Logan deserves a chance. Oh, that's great. I, I love some of these things that you have on the bucket list. And uh, Yeah. When, when you, what was it like when you went to the senior center? I just, when someone there, it sounded like someone hugged Logan and uh, told him that he gets to be a puppy forever, and uh, I, it was just, uh, what was it like there? What was the scene like there at the senior well, center? It was it was definitely hard because I knew that Logan's time was short. That was before we heard about the surgery. So every place that I took him to, these people that were meeting him, we all thought, hey, these are his last moments. We don't know. We're not guaranteed time with him. And so when she grabbed his little paw and said, it's okay, you just get to be a puppy forever. And it was just the sweetest thing. It just melted my heart because, you know, he's only going to know good. And that was kind of what I took from that is that Logan's life is just going to be amazing, whether it's a month or a year. Luckily, we're most likely going to have more time than that. But yeah, it was a beautiful moment. And then you went to Bellingham Mud Bay, and uh, yes. what? How many? It sounded like there was a big turnout there for people that yes. wanted to give him a hug. So we put a hundred hugs for Logan as one of his bucket list items, and I thought, oh, you know, maybe twenty or thirty people will show up to this event. We had over two hundred people hug Logan, and another hundred people that could just stand next to him and take pictures because Logan couldn't handle any more hugs that day. But it was amazing how many people drove. Some people came from Oregon, you know, down past Seattle, drove all this way just to meet this little puppy who was inspiring them, and it was just the most amazing day. What other things do you have on the bucket list that you're going to do maybe in the next month? Are you, are you going to reduce uh, his time doing some of these things just to try and yeah, get him? We're trying to not do as many public activities with too many people. Um, we're trying to do small things. Um, so Logan is still, you know, going to meet puppies and doing fun things that every dog should get to do. Go to the park, go outside. Um, he has met most of the things that were on his bucket list already. He's done them. Um, so I think right now it's just more like Logan's adventures, um, what his day-to-day is. And he's a very happy boy with lots and lots of love every day. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So, And your four-year-old son, Blake, uh, from w- what I read, he was the one that named him. And it was after this, yes. this X, X-Man guy or X-Man, the, the yes. Wolverine guy the that Wolverine, could heal himself. Yeah. 
Yeah, Wolverine can heal himself. So he said if we name him Logan, he's going to be able to heal himself. And we couldn't believe that it actually, you know, he's not healing himself, but they're, through all of this love that, you know, he's shown people, we've been able to find a way to heal Logan. And it's just so crazy the, the way that this story has turned. <laughs> Your son, uh, boy, he's got the appropriate name for him there. And is yeah. he, is he you, you have a son with autism too? And have you, yes. have you found that Logan helps being around him? Any dog that comes into our house um, is a help for our son. Uh, that's the reason why we adopted our first dog. Um, the doctors told us it would be a great way for him to start, you know, reaching out a little bit more. And dogs have definitely done that for him. So every puppy that comes in, you know, has a special place with Bryson. And Logan is no different than any other dog. Bryson absolutely loves to hang out with Logan and to play fetch with him, spends a lot of time with his buddy. Oh, that's great. And he's the smartest puppy you've ever had, I saw. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's too smart for me. <laughs> <laughs> he can know what um, I'm thinking before I'm thinking it. He is, you know, always getting into things. He's a typical puppy. You know, he's very mischievous. He can open cabinets to get his treats when he wants them. So we've had to move things around. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But definitely a smart boy, picks up everything we teach him, sit, lay down, shake, you know, anything that you want to teach him. Logan's like, sure, I'll figure that out. So, yeah, (laughs) sweet boy. And and he follows you everywhere? (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's a little shadow. I've heard from a lot of people that German Shepherds kind of pick a person, so it seems like he has picked me as his buddy, and wherever I go, Logan is with me. What's he doing right now? He's taking a little nap right now with his toys. (laughs) Oh, that's great, Lindy. Uh, You know, if you ever hold another one of these events where people want to come by and and give Logan a hug, you know what I want to do? I want to give you a hug for being such a nice person. Oh, thank you. I I love this story, and it's almost making me tear up. I'm just such a, you know, I'm such a sap for dogs, and and I've really enjoyed doing this podcast, and I get get to talk to people like you, and and, uh, it makes makes my day, and I, I, I... and it's it's even made my day more than I thought because I thought, oh boy, this is really nice what what Lindy's doing up there in Ferndale. But um, now there might there's a decent chance for a happy ending too. Yeah, definitely. So when we come back from Colorado, we're hoping that if Logan's feeling up to it, we want to do some more you know fun things like celebrating that Logan's better. So we'll definitely keep people posted on you know our journey home after the surgery. Oh, well, great. And if you don't mind, I'd, I'd sure like to check in, you know, in the next month oh, or two yeah. and and uh, just get, get details of how things are going. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, Lindy, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks for joining Bark today. I really appreciate it. Okay, have a good day. That was fun talking to Lindy Signs, and as as we talked about earlier, Aaron, I, I just really appreciate anyone that will take in a rescue dog, and as many as 99 over two years, Yeah, and especially when she takes in older dogs knowing that their time is short, it's just uh, a very, very special person to do something like that. Yeah, I like adopting older animals from shelters. I've done that a few times in my life, but... The idea that you would take in an animal with medical issues and so many, you know, needs, both emotionally and financially like that, that to me is just a whole next level of just an angel of a person. 
Yeah, and and she, you know, with with her children there, and you heard what she was saying about how your your heart hurts, but you're open. You open your heart to another dog to come in, and I just I, I can't get over it. I was trying to get a hold of Lindy so that I could do a follow up interview because, as you heard in the interview, there was some hope for Logan with the heart defects, having three different things wrong, but a Colorado surgeon had heard about. Logan here in Ferndale, and they went down there. That was the last I heard. They were taking Logan down to see this Colorado surgeon, but unfortunately, things did not work out. I was on the Rescue Hearts Northwest Facebook page this morning, and Logan died about two months ago. Mm. So I don't know the details yet, but. You know, I just sit there and I was just so hopeful that maybe Logan could come out of it and live a a happy long life. But as the woman said there at the senior center, Logan gets to be a puppy forever. So I've really got some bittersweet mixed feelings here because you're really sad that that Logan died. And yet Logan, for the short time that he was here, it's very cool what Lindy Sines, his owner, did for him. Yeah, it's a best case scenario. And that's, that's all you can hope for. You know, you know that it's it's going to be coming to an end. Eventually, they're emotionally prepared for that kind of thing, and they've had a lot of practice doing it. I think that's the key. It's really hard to get started, and you tend to be really afraid of the sadness and the grief and all the negative emotions. But after you go through it over and over again, it seems like it really does get easier. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't mean easy, because it's never easy, but you start to see how the good feelings really do outweigh the bad. That's what I hear from from foster parents of animals that, you know, yes, it's it's heartbreaking. You, you, you have to give them away or you're there with them when they die. But the joy that they bring, even in that short amount of time, outweighs that stuff. No, I think you're right. That's a good perspective on it. I, and I just, uh, I, I'm just so torn up with grief when my dogs die, though, that it's it's hard for me to to grasp that one. And and yet, I know that the joy your dog brings you for however long you have that dog, it's, it's somehow worth the grief that you have to go through. And it speaks to the love that you have for your dog, how much you you miss him when mm-hmm. he's gone. Mm-hmm. So our condolences to to Lindy, her husband, her kids. And uh, the whole community up there for uh, Logan and, and what they went through. But, boy, what a, what a terrific thing that Lindy Signs did for her puppy. Uh, in our next episode, it's going to be the last episode of Season 2. And we're hoping for a Season 3. We're still looking for a sponsor. You can contact me at Coogs Go. And if you do that, guess what? I'll throw in the bonus. I'll explain how I got the stupid Twitter name if you contact me, <laughs> especially if you want to sponsor Bark. And it will mean the world to me if, if you uh, if you want to sponsor Bark because we're still looking for one, but really appreciate that. And one of the things, too, I was thinking when um, – imagine all the different – I think Lindy, um, she got some donations to help with the expenses with Logan. But in our last episode here of Season 2, we'll talk about pet insurance. And it's something that – I'm on my third dog. I've never had pet insurance, and I'm thinking about getting it now. He's only two years old now. And we'll, we'll talk to, about the, the pros and cons of pet insurance with T.J. Houck. He's a member experience at Trupanion.com. In the meantime, we greatly appreciate you listening to Day to Bark. <laughs> <laughs>